Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local solo artist Electric Paisan. We want to thank the Parlor for hosting, as well as our other sponsors, R1 Indoor Karting, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guest before we sit down with him to discuss his experiences with the local music scene. So sit back. Turn up the volume and enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Motif Magazine Between the Notes podcast, running Mondays at 7, 7.30 at the Parlor in Providence, your favorite music venue. Uh, my name is Joe Tadino. I perform around everywhere as the Electric Paisan. I'm going to play through my new EP, Cigarettes and Dandelions, and then if we get time at the end, I'll throw in a couple other tunes. I'm going to play right through the beginnings, the very first song called Sabboy Blues. Just hanging down 
this is the pop punk single off the EP. It's about someone messing with you for their own gain and trying to break free. It's called Steel. is another song about crappy mental health. Ja. 
Slow it up a little bit. So hold me till the 
So I'm coming to the end of my EP. So uh, the last two songs were uh, Button Factory and uh, Sweethearts and Space Kisses. A little something to maybe fall asleep to or relax to. It's a little bit different. I got one more song off the EP. Uh, this is one of my favorite ones to play just because it's so uh, energetic and fast paced. It's called Climate Don't Change a Thing. Earth is bound for disaster. My industry's got it made. People fleeing the rising oceans. There's so much money to make. They'll pay me to build a seawall crummy housing as well And I've got so many bogus solutions That I'm ready to sell The more disastrous the climate profits all make people suffer and lose it all it's just the price that they'll pay people say that I caused this but I won't take the blame if anyone tries to prove it I'll launch my misinformation campaign I'll still be rolling in money anyway still be getting my honey every day even if people start to come from my head They'll just be facing my guards instead I won't be spending much time on warrior Won't be changing my life all over it Even though I'm destroying the world I won't have to change things Well, I might have to move one of my vacation homes Oh well 
That's uh, that's my EP, Cigarettes and Dandelions. You can find it on all the major streaming services. If you come to one of my shows, which I've got one coming up, I'll tell you about it later. You can get CDs. You can buy it on iTunes, Bandcamp, wherever you like. Give it a listen. And well, I got one more for you today. I just gotta step off stage for a sec to do a quick snip. I broke one of my strings during that last one. Bonus points if you noticed. All right, we're going to see what we can do with this one with five strings. This song's becoming more and more of a favorite of mine. I wrote it uh, when I got nervous in the dating process, which is a, uh, I think it only happens to me. I think I'm the only person who gets nervous while dating, but... Uh, if I'm wrong, if uh, you feel that way too, uh, I hope you like this one. My worries must be a magician. They vanish and come back at will. My hopes and my dreams are their helpers. And the trio won't let me sit still. My neuroses, they make up the gallery. They gasp as they gaze at the show and My demons, they sit on my shoulder And like you, they come and they go When I get home, I look in the mailbox All those shipments stopped hours ago But I throw up that red flag anyway in hopes that you'll pick up the phone I go in and turn on the TV But it's the same show I just left Poking me right at the eyeball And it just won't let me forget Every time I see your face You always call me darling And every time I'm left alone My brain makes up a story Old habits and old fears They're almost just too much But you could love me someday 
if I learn to wait and not to worry. All right! Rabbits has a change of ankles! so much. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Make sure you stick around for the interview section. Thank you for joining us for the interview section of Between the Notes, the podcast that we're having here with Motif Magazine. And I want to just give a brief little shout out to the sponsors, Trinity Beer Garden, Rhode Island Indoor Carding, Graysale Brewing, and of course, the Parlor Providence. Uh, Motif thanks you guys for the support and the viewers here for the podcast. And today we have Electric Paisan on the show, and you go by Joe, of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, give the audience a little background on who you are and what you play. Yeah, so so this project, Electric Paisan, was, um, it was birthed like as a solo project, um, you know, I've been like in and out of a few bands, and the one thing that always make, keep, makes me happy is this when I'm playing music, especially out for people. So I just always wanted to like have a project where I was playing, um, but um, I, I really wanted to I really wanted to keep it like a passion project and like as as DIY as I could. Like you saw me like stomping on this like stomp box, like a tambourine, which. Honestly, I bought his toys and have gotten have filled out my live sound a lot better than I thought. But um, and originally, when I recorded my EP, I was gonna just go with that. Um, but the more I worked on the songs and the more I kind of demoed them, especially after COVID hit and I had a lot of time on the computer that I could mess with it, um, I I developed all the songs into full band arrangements. So that's. So I record all of that on my bedroom. That's my like bedroom. pretty advanced level though to do in your bedroom, right? Like, yeah, for sure. And so did you have anybody that you could reach out to like or help you along in the process? Yeah, I definitely had people as I was like learning. Um, there were a couple of people that ran like DIY studios in their apartments. Um, they gave me advice for, for how to get away with doing drums in a small space, even though they swore up and down that I couldn't get like a pro level drum sound in a bedroom, which they may be right, but or they may be snobs, or they may be snobs. <laughs> it, it depends. I mean, I'm happy with how it turned out. It's uh, one of my songs got some radio play, like afternoon. So, oh, good for you. How did that it make did you feel? It it was cool. It, 
um, what the, I forget his role. He might be the station manager. I forget. But someone at WRIU, his name is Jacob. He he has a show called Long Live Rock. Mm-hmm. And he plays, um, and the day he, he always plays a local song. And the day he played a song of my EP, I, I listened to his whole program. And he plays a lot of really, like, he played a lot of really deep cuts. He's, like, a true music fan, this guy. And he, um, it was really enjoyable to listen to his show. And I added a lot of stuff to my playlist. That That's day. really flattering that he's a real music fan. And obviously yeah. he works in the radio and he wanted you to be part of the yeah. program. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, do you find that you've, like, naturally connect and make good connections with other musicians and, like, people like that in the area that can help you out with your music? Um. Yeah, I think for the most part. Um, I remember I def- hearing you work with Corinne Southern, Constellation. Yeah. So you 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 network pretty well, right? For yeah. Shows. Yeah, and I um, I've I've had good experiences working with all the venue owners, putting on shows. I've been I've been trying my hand more and more at that. Mm-hmm. I've got one that's uh, I've got one that I haven't announced yet, but I'm gonna put the flyer up probably when I go home tonight. It's um, October twenty first. It's a Friday. It's at dusk. It's uh. Me and uh, three of my friends named Jake. So uh, <laughs> since it's a Halloween show, and once I had that lineup, I I thought it would be fun because um, two of the Jakes are local, and they're um, they we're all friends, and they're very fun people. So like it's me, Jake Hunsinger, and his band, Jake Wasson and his band, and um, the third one is Jake McKelvey and the Countertops, okay. who are from Northern Mass, but they they've come down here a lot. Um, and they're all like fun, funny people. So I had this idea. Well. They all kind of are flannel wearing and accessorizing <laughs> kind of people. So what if I just uh, made everyone wear a flannel and accessorize with uh, whatever each one of them wears? Like one of them, one of them wears like a cowboy hat. Yeah. One of them has recently started putting out a lot of eyeliner and stuff mm-hmm. at his shows, and he's he does it so well that my girlfriend gets a little jealous. <laughs> Maybe not jealous, but definitely like competitive. It's a Bowie thing. It's like his performance persona. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so you and the three Jakes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Joe and the three Jakes. Pretty there much. There you go. That's put it on the flyer. Yeah. <laughs> Again, what, where is the show at? It's at dusk. Dusk. And it's on Friday, October twenty first. Nice. Awesome. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you have that show coming up. And mm. what else do you have going on right now with um, your music? I haven't been able to give a ton of attention as much as I've wanted to to a lot of music as I wanted um, because I've been in the middle of moving Mm. and getting acclimated to a new apartment. Um, So you're available for shows if people are looking for... Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'll probably start trying to book some more of my own bills too, but I really want to focus on this October show. Um, Mm. And also in the background, um, I'm working on another single that I hope to have out pretty soon. Nice, nice. Also DIYing, recording it and mixing it all the same. Wow. All right. Yeah. It would be great to see the evolution from the EP to the single. Yeah, for um, sure. And again, about the EP, let, uh, let's talk some more about that. Because I saw you, when you released it, you did a big thank you to everybody who helped and supported. And yeah, put it. definitely had a lot of people li- like listening to it. P- some people letting me borrow equipment. Um, and just getting advice and tips along yeah. the way, and even with the, some of the songwriting. Mm-hmm. Where can people get it? Um, pretty much everywhere. I, I went through a service that puts it out on all the major services, so like 
the popular ones, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, mm -hmm. uh, some of the more obscure ones like Tidal, Deezer. And follow you on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Shout uh, out to the social media handles. Yeah, Instagram, <laughs> Facebook. I have a Twitter. I'm not very active. If I get, if I notice I start to get a lot of followers, then I'll start posting there. <laughs> but I feel like it's chicken and egg things. So, yeah. I don't know. And follow the parlor on Facebook and Instagram. Too. Absolutely, <laughs> it's always a good time. Uh, to go motif, to the of course. You guys are following us there. Um, but yeah, so I think this has been really interesting. I I like your music. You obviously have like a message and like a personal ethos that you're trying to convey about mental health and acceptance and all this stuff. Yeah. And, um, have you had people like approach you and tell you like your music is impactful to them because of the messages behind it? I, I've had some people that, that I've noticed like kind of like glom on to it. I don't know if they've come up and specifically said that, but like, but I, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say that they recognize that I have like a message and it definitely means a lot for you to notice that. And for anyone that tells me that to notice it, cause that's, that's the number one thing to me with music is just, I mean, the point is to make people feel something and exactly. I try to keep that as centered as possible, especially in this project where it's mm -hmm. like a passion DIY project. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's so powerful. Um, even a personal transformation and journey to like write music that you feel like has emotion behind it Absolutely. and that you are like now letting other people feel what you feel. It's, it's a gift. So good for you, you. for following it. <laughs> Um, when did you start playing music? Oh, God. I've been playing. I've had a guitar in the house as long as I can remember. But in, like, fourth grade is when I took my first formal lessons mm -hmm. on an instrument. And it was guitar. Nice. And then, like, I started on band instruments. And then getting more into later years in high school, I started buying recording equipment. One of my friends let me borrow their drum set for a week. I bought some odd instruments like I bought a mandolin bought a harmonica set so I, I really just I my senior project I took piano lessons that was the one that was the one that I couldn't just naturally get it was so different for me because it's like I know what you mean because like you're you're like pressing buttons obviously like to all the piano players out there yes I know it's it's very me? hard that's what Hi. I'm saying it's hard but <laughs> like that's what I'm so used to like <laughs> Like bending, having an instrument that like fights me back with the yeah. physical strings, like to go to buttons mm. at its core is is very different. It's and it's and not having natural like it's I get very lost because I don't have natural. There's right. no natural like where you are at least for, at least I hadn't developed that after a year of lessons. Yeah, so. but you seem like you you speak the language of music, Absolutely. right? And so when it comes to playing guitar, that's your go to and you're a singer too right and yeah have you had to deal with like were you naturally just confident to sing ever since you were like a kid or is that not, something you had to work on not really it's that's that's one that i had to work on that's one that i had to go back to lessons for uh corinne was my voice teacher for a while so awesome shout uh, out to corinne absolutely <laughs> so that that's how that relationship really really right. took off other than that we had seen each other around a lot in the scene and mm -hmm. we're friends yeah, um, it's really nice when you can be mentored by people who are your peers in a because it's a reciprocal thing. Absolutely, especially with getting to know like, because like, because like it's one thing to know how to play music, and then you get out there and you're like, okay, now I gotta deal with like bookings and 
and promoting and all that stuff. So definitely, so definitely working with her for a while gave me a good introduction with, with, with some seasoned veterans. Like, mm-hmm. cause, um, cause it was her, Allison Hammond is the drummer. She's, right. she's been in, a, she's in a lot of bands. She's, um, she I knows think they're in Electric Eclectic, I think is the Allison name. Allison is in Eclectic Electric, and Sugar Cones. I remember She just joined Heather guys, Rose and Clover. Yeah, you guys played a whole show that was like Electric Paisan and Electric Eclectic. <laughs> yeah. And it was like the whole motif of the flyer. So I thought that was cool. And yeah, that band is sick. Shout out to them to follow yeah. them, check them out. <laughs> But yeah, you have a good little network of people Absolutely. that you know, musicians and artists, and you are obviously multi-talented in different instruments as well. And did you have a lot of support in your life for that to like follow your music? Yeah, definitely. One of the biggest things was um, parents who somehow tolerated the noise, um, <laughs> and and like were willing to support me with like lessons and all of that stuff mm-hmm. when I was really young. And um, and I really think probably didn't recognize it at the time because like you know band was like a school thing but like it was definitely it was definitely like a good opportunity to like get out in front of people playing when i was young because um i i think that's really important because like i've i feel like like i rarely get like really nervous when i go on stage like i mean i'm pretty confident generally that no matter what like i'm not gonna like totally trip over everything i mean i guess that's kind of evidenced by the fact that i played the song missing a string like i've just that honestly just comes from jamming in my bedroom and breaking Mm -hmm. strings you just kind of whatever i'll change it later (laughs) just keep going yeah Yeah. and that's also like something that people encourage you when you like learning to play music for the first time is like don't just stop in the middle of just yeah keep keep the show must go on yeah saying (laughs) yeah definitely had just having a lot of live experience from like school band and the extra credit programs like the jazz band mm-hmm. that was that that's very that's really important i just think i think that's important for anyone who wants to pick up an instrument even if like because a lot of because a lot of schools they still have like a lot of the band instruments not necessarily a lot of modern stuff right. but I, I still think it's important to get like the playing in front of people aspect. oh yeah it's a foot in the door for something much bigger obviously as you know well down the rabbit hole yourself as a, a performer full-time yeah um, yeah, so I I definitely really, uh, with the whole, when you're young and it's easier to learn the language of music. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> uh, and I do encourage people all the time, still, even as an adult, it's never too late to start. Absolutely. Following, if you have a passion for it, go for it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you give as, like, your advice to people who, like, who want to make an album for themselves like you did? What would you tell your, your yourself before getting into oh, it? God. Um, this is going to take longer than you think, <laughs> even if you plan it out. But, um, but yeah, like you gotta have the passion for it. And yep. just no matter, no matter what like skill level you're at, just, just start, just start doing it. Whether you want to like just pick up your first instrument, pick up like a different instrument that you think you can't do, mm-hmm. try to record an album. I, I mean, the very first recordings I made, I I was like running like a tape. I was running like a tape deck, like a single tape, not like a mix professional, like literally just like a radio cassette. And then like I would play something back over speakers and then play over it. And then like from there, it got on to like laptops and free software and then buying professional mics and just 
I've I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of really impactful music recorded on a lot of different media. Like I like I I've heard people do like solo acoustic songs and phone recordings and this and there were songs I would listen to over and over. So there's yeah. no um if you're just trying to get something out into the world that you're passionate about, there's really there's really not much of a barrier, I think, except people telling you thinking, not to. <laughs> people either telling you not to, thinking it needs to sound so good. Um, oh, perfectionism and imposter syndrome, trust me. Absolutely. If we're talking to musicians, they're just feeling personally attacked right now. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I, I, I'm the kind of person that I do push and encourage people to follow these kinds of things, especially music yeah. um, and, and it's when so, it has a message. Yeah, and it's so easy too in this day and age, like with the um, with the recording quality you can get even on a cell phone. Like I've gotten, mm -hmm. like I've I put my phone across the my bedroom and played drums to it and layered stuff. On, like I've done multi-tracked recordings on my phones, and like if, especially if you have like an iPhone, they're known for putting really good microphones in. So like if you mm -hmm. you can do a phone recording and still have it sound halfway decent if you just if you kind of mess around with where you put the mic in the room and where you're sitting and how loud everything is. That's, you can do surprisingly well with just that. Yeah. And you know, if you put some effort into it and you try really hard TikTok too, you can even get a lot. Oh yeah. TikTok show the stuff people are doing on TikTok. I'm just like, I'm impressed. I'm just, I don't have, I don't have the TikTok bone. Yeah, I know, but it, it'll shift. But anyways, it's social media is a really powerful tool for musicians, especially because of the video aspect of it. Um, it's just you know it's really hard to make sure your message is landing where you want it to. Yeah, and I also see that a lot of musicians, um, not you, I actually saw you're very active on social media. A lot of people aren't, and I think it reflects the imposter syndrome all the way. You know when. People just don't even put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying, I was checking out yours and you definitely have like a lot of um, visual media, like photography. You also have like, I feel like you have a sort of aesthetic and brand or whatever for yeah. you as an artist. And I really think when you start acting like that as an artist and really representing yourself that way, you're putting yourself in a whole different caliber of yeah. what you're trying to do with your music and people take it seriously. So okay. like good for you. Cause I, I you. see you on that kind of level for sure. The way you yeah. represent yourself and yeah, your EP. Um, and I think your whole like aesthetic for it, the pictures, the music and everything, it really gives people a glimpse into you as a person. Yeah. And, and have you struggled with like, vulnerable like writing about people or like situations yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure I, I feel that way for sure and i'm 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 happy with how it all turned out in the end all right <laughs> so i think that i just wanted to again give people a little bit of background joe electric Pison. what is the name of your ep it's uh, Cigarettes and Dandelions. Perfect. <laughs> it's probably really tiny. And it's on all the platforms and to follow you on social media, Electric Paisan, um, Facebook and Instagram. And I just want to, again, give a shout out to the sponsors, The Parlor, 
Motif Magazines Between the Notes is sponsored by Trinity Beer Garden, Rhode Island Indoor Carding, and Graysale Brewing Company. Um, and you can catch it every Monday at 7 p.m. <laughs> this has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Indoor Carding, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. And thank you for listening.